and welcome to Ibrox Uncovered, the ultimate Rangers podcast with Mark Haitley, Alec Ray and me, Lindsay Heron. It's Derby delight for Steven Gerrard and his COVID-hit squad, but is it bye-bye Borna Barisic after some emotional scenes at Ibrox? And is the international break coming at just the right time to allow Rangers to regroup? First though, it's another milestone for Stevie G. He's now seven games unbeaten against Celtic, equaling a 21-year-old record set by Dick Advocat. Well, as we said before the game, that this was a, a chance for Rangers to, to sort of lay down a marker. And my goodness, they've done that, Mark. Yeah, I think it's uh, important to always to, to wrap the first one up and get that confidence, especially coming into an international break as well. Team that's been not hitting the straps, should we say, I think is a fair comment. I think it's been a bit of a struggle up to now to get results. But it's always nice to be going into a break, having beat your biggest rivals. And uh, as I say, it's uh, one of those now where you're just looking and hoping and praying that players stay at the club, obviously because of the window shutting. And it'll be a nervy 24 hours, I would I, I would suggest, for a lot of the fans looking to see who will be departing, if if any are departing. But I think on the backside of it, you've got Ange Postacoglu looking on yesterday. And I think he will be a little bit... Scratching of the head, I think, will be today over the fact that what he will be needing right now to challenge Rangers' as A team, basically, because the B team was out there yesterday. There was a lot of players not playing. So you can look at it that way. You know, it's it's one of those for, for Celtic. You know, they've, they've, they've come in off, an, off a high onto a real low mm-hmm. uh, to this morning and and they will be having a big scratch at the head. Absolutely. So look at all the players that were missing, Alec, and the mm-hmm. problems, the, the COVID issues, yeah. the contact tracing, all that type of thing. The manager wasn't even there, was he? Yeah, absolutely. Steven Gerrard didn't he have to get out of bed to get the three points, Lindsay, and I quite agree with Big Mark and what he said yeah. there about the B squad. You know, when you look at two goalkeepers down, two mm-hmm. internationals, you've got Tavernier, the captain, uh, the leader of the team mm-hmm. um, and then obviously young Patterson uh, at the last minute um, we lost him as well so um, there was a lot of challenges I think the fact that you come back from Armenia uh, you know we were mentioning the fatigue the yep. heat uh, so you have to factor all that in and then you, you put a performance like that yesterday uh, and it was interesting because watching Gary McAllister from the sidelines it was interesting you get a wee flavour of what's going on in the pitch and as much dominance of the ball that Celtic had mm-hmm. in the first half we're pretty much comfortable. Yeah, and I think that was a game plan um, because I think to chase Celtic down for 90 minutes is a, is a, hard, a hard ask, partly because of that travelling, because mm-hmm. of the, the, mm-hmm. the rigours of that. And then you um, and then they really got at Celtic the second half. I thought it was a really good mm-hmm. game plan. Stephen Gerrard yep. talks about executing game plans. They clearly did that and they, they sat half, conserved their energy and yep. then took the game the second bump. half, Mark. Yeah, yep, absolutely bump. Played the cards right. Played everything right on the day. Let's be fair. Celtic must be coming into this game thinking we have a, we must have a big, big chance here. That many players out, manager not there, all that sort of stuff. You know, you, you put that all into the equation. It's been a tip top weekend. Lindsay, I just want to. Uh, we, we we obviously did this um, last week, mm-hmm. uh, and we were touching on the importance of the upcoming three games with Ross County away. We can, mm. you know. Numerous times over the years, it's become a real difficult place at times. It gets mm-hmm. bogged down. So when you, when you secure the three points, get qualification, then get into the Celtic game. Big week. It's uh, been a big it was, week. It was massive, Mark, because of we're only one month in. And I've I done a mm-hmm. wee uh, article for, for, for Sky on Friday night and I says, it's a must win. 
Mm. And people are going, what do you mean it's a must win? We're not even a month into the season. Mm. Because of the ramifications. Yes. Now you spoke about there that because of the difficulty or really haven't hit the, the ground running mm. this month, Mark. I, mm. I kind of agree with that. But let's step back. Obviously the disappointment would obviously be the Champions League. Getting to Europa League group stages is pretty much what you would expect. We've done that for the previous three years. We are now taking care of Celtic in the opening game of the old, mm -hmm. old firm. And when you step back and f look at some of the stuff that's been going on at Ibrox since the start of the season, when you look at various players who have been in, out, people coming back at different times, I think Rangers can really motor and kick on now. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. No, we, listen, we've said it a dozen times already and we're only, what, a month into the season. We had stronger squad than we, we were last year. Mm -hmm. um, we've still got that ability to... To, to play how we did last year. Same sort of players and some better players that have come in. As as Stephen has been saying, we need a trigger, you know, a trigger to get everything going again. Mm -hmm. This game might be the trigger. Um, I think you go away on an international break, it's a different sort of circumstances for the players that come back refreshed uh, with that old firm game in the back of the mind. Obviously, hopefully coming back off, off good international results as well. Yeah. This wee break right now, it couldn't have come at a better time for everybody, especially with everything that's been going on with the COVID and all that sort of stuff, regrouping yeah. Yeah. and uh, the window shutting as well, because, you know, you know what it's like. A lot of good players, you know, that have been banded around at Premier League clubs and in European clubs. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about Kent here, you know, that the fact that he's not been anywhere near the form he was last season, you yeah. know, and as his head been turned. So as soon as this door does shut, then everybody can concentrate going forward. So I think that's an important thing as well. I, th I actually think the international break couldn't have came at a better time. Yeah. And, and the reason being, Lindsay, it will allow people to actually get some fitness in. Mm -hmm. I look at the front three yesterday. Now, I know that Kent was uh, kind of touch and go right to the last minute with a, with a hamstring issue. So, you know, he's come into the mix. Mm -hmm. And I think that he needs to just kind of make sure that's spot on before we go into the, the, the European run as well. We've obviously got Leon when we come yeah. back after St. Johnston. So these are things, you'll be trying to get players up to speed. They'll be trying to get Morelos, who's not going on international duty, came our roof. They'll be trying to kind of get some sort of fitness work into their legs. And then it allows the other ones, you now we've got the COVID, who, we're not quite sure who they are. It allows them to recover. So when you get back uh, into the St. Johnston game after the international break, it allows everybody to start afresh, you give mm -hmm. Stephen, Stephen will be back in the building as well. Mm -hmm. And it just allows people to actually get back up and running, everybody available, and then they can really start motoring and start, because they often talk about blocks at Rangers, mm -hmm. you know, they'll, they'll, they'll maybe the next half a dozen games, what's the targets, what's, what's our aspirations. So, Mark, I want to ask you something, and Lindsay, you, you don't mind if I steal this, because you know I like to take all your uh, good <laughs> work. 21-year record mm -hmm. since Dick Advocate, six, seven, yep. seven games. How important is that for Stephen and the group? I think it's good. Well, listen, Stephen, you know, he's one of those guys that has targets. Never rest on the laurels. For Stephen, he will be just concentrating on being the best he can all the time and the team being the best they can. Mm. And if they can bring that as they did last year, records yeah. will fall left, right and centre without a shadow of a doubt. I think they've proven the way to do it. The, the plan that they had last year yeah. obviously worked a treat. Um, without the approach games, how they recover from games, they analyse games, they move on, they park it and do all that sort of stuff. So nothing's changed this season, apart from the fact that now records, the longer you go, will start to fall. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. So this is what the players want. You want, you want more of last year. Mm -hmm. And with that comes records. 
you know, goal scoring records. Alfredo was, will move on again. Yeah. Um, will he get to 100 goals this season? Well, well listen, yeah. let me just jump in there. If he doesn't get to 100 goals this season, Lindsay, he's only three <laughs> three short. He's turning his. <laughs> oh, God. Can I just say, that's if he's at the club. Ah, true. Oh, see, I, well, that takes you on nicely to Bonner. Yeah, if you let me finish my conversation. <laughs> you know, I oh, love to sorry. dive in. I'm keen, I'm keen. Well, you're the same I just showed you the ball there, didn't oh, I? You like, did Anyway. To go back to the game, though, briefly, I mean, you, you talked about it, the B team, Stevie G didn't have to go out of bed. I mean, that's the best Celtic have played this season and they couldn't win. There's a question for you. Do you think Celtic played better yesterday or in January? I thought Celtic created more problems for Rangers in January. I meant more chances. No, I know, but what I'm saying to you is, is because I'm just trying to compare. Everybody's trying to say how good things are at Celtic at the moment. Mm -hmm. I thought Celtic were better last January than Mm -hmm. they were yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know, they worked the goalkeeper. You're probably right there. I'm I'm just trying to point out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they worked the goalkeeper in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What do you do going into a game, right? Identify weaknesses. Yeah. Right. Robbie McCrory, as as a centre-forward, will be getting it first five minutes. <laughs> you just say, stand one, stand one uh, up just uh, to the just back another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you would get that. But that's an old firm game. But that's not an old firm game. That's a game of football. Yeah. You identify weak positions. Mm. What, what were you would assume would you be try a weak target, position. yeah. Yeah. Inexperienced, young goalkeeper, getting about him, body butt, and then take the game forward. None of that. Three, three shots. I think they, they racked up three shots in target. Was, but my point is, yeah. as much as everybody's talking about Ange Ball and this particular stuff, Lindsay, mm-hmm. what we've seen the other day is, and, and, and you're absolutely right, Mark, because what would they would target particular areas. Mm-hmm. I think they would have targeted uh, Balligan because mm-hmm. he's not a natural right back. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why he started with Kyle go out on that side, yeah, Lindsay. Yeah. So that didn't quite pan out. You know, no, I thought he was. I thought, out, I thought he was immense. In his back yeah, but I'm just because you, you, you. Well, <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have to prepare about who you're going to target before the game starts. Now, obviously, it didn't pan out that way. They didn't uh, test McCrory anywhere mm-hmm. near enough. And as much as they had the ball, you know, they didn't actually come out enough. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a 21 year record now, and Stephen will be looking to add to that. I would chasing, imagine chasing Walters now at nine. Yep, Walter yeah. did nine in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. So. Is it remarkable? Can I ask you, Lindsay, because yeah. I know you're a stack man, where does that rack uh, nine over the piece? Scott well, Simon's got Scott the, Simon's yeah. the best with yeah. 14. Wow. He went 14 games mm-hmm. unbeaten between 1960 and 1964. So that's the best yes. old firm record. And then Walter at nine. Brendan Rodgers was 12 games unbeaten yeah. against Rangers mm-hmm. when they were trying to find their feet again coming yeah. back up the leagues. What was it like in 64? Was it a good Rangers I, team, I, I? You need to talk to Mark about that. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Seconds out. Ding, dong. <laughs> but, what about Bonner then? Yeah, well, yeah. this is the... I mean, it looked to me, Mark, from the pictures on TV yesterday that he was bidding farewell to the supporters. He looked quite emotional. A few waves to the crowd and... We know that Roma have had a long-standing interest in him. Yeah. Uh, listen, Bonner's a good player. His game will go again, I think, if he's playing like European football. You know, he's that sort of player. Would we miss him? Absolutely, we would miss him. Top quality players we always need. Shirley there, is he strong enough to hold down Mr. Bassey? Well, the, the, the moment he walked in the joint, I thought there's a player. Would you be confident with just going with... No, 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 no. no. Listen, I've actually got the squad up. And uh, listen, I think he's he's done well when he came in this year, particularly yes. against Dunfermline. Mm-hmm. I still think he has improvement in his final ball. Yes. I think he has as keen as, keen as mustard to get up and down the flank. He has that's, the physicality. That's, that's yeah. a natural. Well, you yeah, can do absolutely. that all day long. So I like that. I like the fact... I said before the season started against uh, Brighton that the two young boys started the game and then in the last 20 minutes 
minutes. Borna come on at left back, Tav come on at right back, and you could just see the difference in quality mm -hmm. when they got to that final. And now we're trying to cut the boys a little bit of slack because they've still got so much development mm -hmm. to do before they get to Tav, which is what, 29? Borna's what, 27, 28? So they've got a long way to go to get to uh, that level of quality. And they've got the attributes. I would imagine, I would imagine they'll bring in another left back because if anything happens to Bassey, then you're, because Stephen's very much one for two players per position. Yeah. So if that one goes, do you see anyone else, Mark, uh, potentially going? Oh, listen, you've got the, the same old, same old, haven't you? You've, you've still got Alfredo that's, you know, been banded around for the last, what, six Windows. I, no, pretty yeah. much since he came in the door, he's yeah. been nothing as his agent. You've got Kent, Kent that's been banded for the last couple with Leeds. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other clubs been interested in him there, and they're the sort of players. They're the sort of players that you need. You need to keep because they. I'm going to throw not, a name at you. Not, not just domestically, but on the European front. If you want to be successful in Europe, you need these players. Yeah. And that will test. I think a test. It will test the board. Mm -hmm. It won't test Stephen because Stephen knows these are good players and what we can do with the good players. Yeah. You need the better players to achieve. That's who I would be looking at. We're hearing um, that though, aren't we, Alec? That there's, a, there's a, you know, there's an interest from Everton and Nathan Patterson. Yes, yeah, I can understand that as well. He's a good, obviously, a tremendous prospect. Uh, Best Scottish right back for me, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm -hmm. I think you know, people said to him, "Why is why wasn't he playing through the Euros?" I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Play your best players for Scotland. The good thing good about this, Mark, need Mark, to be kept. Mark, do you know the great thing about this? So we now have saleable assets. Absolutely, That's, I haven't had that to say for a long time. No, absolutely. And I'm going to give you another name that you've missed out. Okay, Big Joe, Big Smoking Joe. Yep. How good is Aribo been? You know my opinion with him. Aye. Further forward, up the pitch, yeah. you know, playing in the middle of the park. Mm -hmm. That's his position. Mm -hmm. You know, he's great ability to carry the ball. And as Happy a feet. as a centre forward, I want somebody that can carry the ball yeah. and can commit, you know, beat his player and, and draw another player away from... Create yeah. space for you. Yeah, absolutely. That's the sort of players we need. That's why we look for a number 10, you know, a number 10 that can do the same thing. Yeah. We thought Hadji was going to be that player, but to, to be in there, you've got to have that, that little burst of pace that gets you away from players. Mm -hmm. There's speculation about yeah. Hadji as well, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised because every time he's played, he's performed. And I think his game has got better, has adapted to the Scottish game. Yeah. And with that, it's made him stronger in the yeah. European situation. Mm -hmm. So players have got better and will get better, as proven with the results and the way that the team have played. Yeah, it'll be fascinating to see where it goes over the next couple of days. Lindsay, what is it, 11 o'clock tomorrow night? Yes. Uh, the window closes. So yeah. I'll be interesting. But the one thing I know from um, the previous windows is that, you know, Ross Wilson will most certainly have targets in mind. It'll be, mm -hmm. be fascinating to see with Bakuna, uh, when once he's up to speed as well, what he's going to bring to, yeah. to the party. Yeah, see what he says. He's, he'll have, obviously, he's got this, this, this period now, you know, settle down, find his feet, plenty of time up at the training ground now to, to get that little bit more training and fitness into him, and the standards that we need to be playing in the first team. And, you know, that's that's what he now has to work at. He has to work at now being the very best he can be. You see what the potential he has. Um, he, I think he's flitted it in certain parts of his career so far. Mm -hmm. Hence the fact that he, you know, he was in and out at uh, Huddersfield, yeah. out on loan just to get that experience. Now, what he has to do, he has to settle into this group, which I'm sure he will do, um, because they're very, I think, very accommodating group of boys. 
and see what he can do. You know, the potential is there to be, you know, whatever he wants to be. The training ground could offer him whatever he wants, wherever he wants to go. So it's up to the young man now. It's the strength of the squad now, Alec, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it's the, the, yeah. it's not just the numbers, it's the quality mm-hmm. that, that Rangers have now yeah. in all positions. Even when Lundstrom came on in the game against Celtic, yeah. and he is not, he's not at all, you know, an electric start to his Rangers career, but, but he made a difference. Yeah, can, can I just say, yeah. move it back about three weeks to the, to the Champions League. Yeah. Just think, the quality of player that would have come in or could have come in mm-hmm. having qualified for the Champions League with mm-hmm. a 30 plus million. That's the difference now. Well, that's what we're building for now. You know, the, we've got the quality to, to take us where we need to get to, hopefully for this season, win the league, mm-hmm. you know, and then straight in. it's straight in. Sure. Same things, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Depending on where we are. Mm. Of course, yeah. And as so, soon as you hit that... You're bringing better quality and the guys that you've already got, your Hadges, if you still still got these and the Basses, they will then get bought up. Soon as you are playing with that sort of quality, mm. you become a better player. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's it, like you say, the international break's coming at the right time to let these guys settle in. Bakuna, Sakala, who hasn't, been, hasn't had much game time either. There is the risk, of course, with all these guys going away. I mean, Aribo and Balogun are away with Nigeria. Big journeys over to Africa for the World Cup qualifiers. Kamara's away with Finland. Mm-hmm. Hellander's away with Sweden. You just It's a fingers-crossed job, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice to be able to say that, though, Alec. Well, listen, I, I think there's, there's there's two ways to look at it, Lindsay. Now, you've obviously mentioned four or five players who will, will most certainly go away with our national team. Mm-hmm. However, the players you've mentioned, your Sakala's, your roofs, Bakuna, mm-hmm. uh, allows people to assess them over this next couple of weeks. As I've mentioned, the, the COVID situation. So you, you have many factors that are, for me are positives because yeah. it allows you to kind of just step back, reassess, and then get people up to speed so that when we come back against St. Johnson, you've hopefully got all your internationals. Yeah. But that's the, that's the risk you run at clubs like Rangers because you're not exactly sure what's going to come back and what shape they're going to come back in. But it's, it's interesting what you said there about Nigeria, and I'm, I'm digressing. What is the situation with uh, COVID on the, uh, you know, have they then got to isolate coming back in? Well, I think there's, there are special rules for elite it's athletes. Dispensation. Yeah, dispensation yeah. for uh, elite athletes. So sure. they're, they're in what they call, you know, the bubbles and that type of thing. Sure. So I don't think there'll be any issue there. Where, where are they playing? Well, the first game's in the Cape Verde Islands. Oh, uh, oh it's stunning yes. over there. Are we taking the podcast there? Or <laughs> <what>? oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they've got a, a hit, double header with the Central African Republic. Oh, aye. So that'll be interesting. So, uh, But one of the games is in Lagos in Nigeria, so I don't know what the situation is like over there. But you're, you're right. I mean, it, there are some potential problems there, aren't there? Yeah. Well, listen, the, the good thing about it is you will have, you know, players back available. With respect to uh, Balogun, mm-hmm. you would expect Tavernier and Patterson mm-hmm. both to be available the time that comes back round. Sure. Um, but I, and I think that's the great thing about having a big squad, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. You know, it allows you that scope, uh, that versatility. I'm really, I'm really excited going forward. You know, it was a mm-hmm. tricky month, for Mark. Mm-hmm. The t- next 48 hours are still, yeah. you know, up in the air because it's okay saying who would we like to sell out all these assets but until somebody fires money on that table then that may alter that is one of your key players and I think at that point that's when you need Ross Wilson mm-hmm. to kick into gear mm-hmm. Gary McAllister was quite cryptic about Barisic when he was asked about it so they must know mm-hmm. that you know, there's something on- ongoing so from that point of view you'd imagine they must have targets identified to replace them we're looking at players four windows in sort of stuff so you're a couple of years going on past experiences and what we brought in over the last three or four windows that has to continue yeah it's obviously going to be four months three months before Rangers play Celtic again Mm -hmm. in the league we don't have to wait another four months for this do we come Um, on can we know fast track this because this is just this this feeling the Monday morning 
Come on, boys. Got some great games before that, though. They've got a European competition. Yeah, but the point yeah. is, you know, Celtic have to stew for the next three months saying, mm. how are we going to get back into this fixture? Lindsay, do you know the thing is, see as much as it's, it's, it's really important to win all firm games, see all the, the smaller games in, be, in between, yeah. they're equally as important sure. because the thing is, there's no point in beating Celtic then you drop points uh, over the coming yeah. games. Yeah. It's, it's important. And this is what Mark talks mm. about. It's about refocusing game at a time. And I thought they'd done it brilliant last year because if you can't stay in the here and now and you're thinking, all right, we've got a tough game in three weeks that's when you kind of lose you lose your way absolutely focusing on everything that's right in front of you mm -hmm. you know it's not like it's like living your life right now isn't it today not living it in three weeks time no, yeah, no. yeah the power of now and as I keep saying Edgar Toll, what a great yeah, book yeah. Can I just, highly recommend can I just you say a week in football is a very long time <laughs> yes yes this is true just briefly the, the fixtures are out for the European run I yes. think they're quite favourable you start with Leong at home away to Sparta Prague and then the doubleheader with Bron Bay, and then home to Sparta Prague, and then finish up away at Lyon. So you're hoping that after these... Well, Lyon, Lyon and Sparta Prague are the two big ones, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So you're looking at the, the Lyon. I'm, I'm glad we've got Lyon first up. They're on st a sticky wicket right now. Yeah. Uh, Sparta, they are the form team. Yeah. Bromby, mm -hmm. back to back, yep. which is perfect because mm -hmm. you do, you've had the two tough ones, yep. which would you would assume would be the two tough ones. Mm -hmm. If we are we are str struggled through the first two, mm -hmm. you've got that the two in the middle, yep. the two Bromby yep. games in the middle, just to pick yourself back up yep. and get yourself ready for the last one. Yep. I'm looking forward to Leon uh, game because um, first one's at Ibrox, mm -hmm. and uh, if you look at their opening four games and uh, League what League uh, League uh, 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 <laughs> so anyway, sorry, five points from the open four games. Yeah, it's not a blistering start by any mm, stretch no. of imagination. So, mm -hmm. absolutely, they are they are a play. They are a team that are on real real transition. Yeah, real transition. Yeah. I mean, a lot of big players have gone out. And um, was it? Um, um, so, um, no, sorry, uh, uh, Depay. Depay has gone to yes, Barcelona. So you know, I mean, a lot of quality has gone out that side. You know, replacing that quality to you know the the Leon the. Yep. was there two years ago yeah. it, it's it's not there no for sure yeah. absolutely look forward to it definitely so a happy Monday for everyone here in the Ibrox Home Conference yeah happy Monday <laughs> <laughs> see you next time on Ibrox Uncovered